Geeks! Geeks! Hello and welcome to episode 79 of Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this room. I'm your host, Mr. Al White, and joining me today, Justin Macaroni. <laughs> and welcome back to the podcast, Katie Watson. Hi. How you doing? I didn't prepare a fake vomit sound. Sorry. Things have changed since your last <laughs> I'm podcast. picking up on that. Justin just does impressions of macaroni that throws mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Oh. How you guys doing? That could be a good children's story. Yeah. I would read that. The throwing up macaroni. The macaroni that threw up. <laughs> uh, so it's been a three whole days since we put a show out. So <laughs> people are pretty, they've been hankering for it. But we thought, you know what? There's only so many emails our inbox can take. So, so we're many. Back. We're back. Email inbox. Yeah. Uh, no, we're getting back on schedule because we've been on Fridays the last couple of weeks uh, just because of scheduling things. And I was ill and I was in San Francisco. So now we're back to our regular Tuesday slot. Um, so here we are. So this will probably be a short one because we've done all the news. Yeah. But there's, there's a few little things. Um, but Jess and you are just telling us in the last three days since we've seen you, you've had some good, you've been playing some video games still? Yeah, playing the video games. Um, yeah, playing the Rabbids, Mario Rabbids. So funny. They're just so stupid. I'm going to keep saying this every time I talk about it. <laughs> it's so stupid. It keeps making me want to keep playing it because I'm like, man, they're so dumb. Um, but also just the the tactical um play styles is one of my i like a lot of uh tactics and uh tactics or rts's but i do love a good little action some story does it progress because i need to load the first hour or so does it move mario worlds a bit is it always that green place or does it go to different no no, no you go to different like realm it's it's like they incorporated an rts and then they were like oh let's also make mario world where you go to like different different worlds slash zones cool you know? so you got like a nice um, zone or a desert zone or whatever. yeah, yeah. Okay. so when you go after you finish the little like beginning bit you go to where the castle is i'm not ruining anything and then they play like spoilers as a castle in a mario game the 64 uh music just like upgraded it's like oh, pleasant nice. you're running around you're just like oh let me find some coins and shoot through some barrels and stuff um and then you find the other characters and everyone's interactions are always hilarious um Played a little Rainbow Six Siege, still in that gold, trying to get to that platinum. You'll get there, buddy. Um, played some StarCraft Two, almost getting to that gold, but then got my ass handed to me by uh, one of my matches. Um, it was really brutal. I got boxed in. I was doing really good. I was like putting the pressure on. They were struggling to keep mining, so they were they were like their economy was closed down, and he had a few really uh, heavy mech. Uh, units so he kind of like was coming into my base but i stopped him but then i couldn't like keep attacking so he was able to expand out and then i got boxed in and so i lost i'm like in my head because i have no idea what i know obviously of starcraft (laughs) i've never seen it being played so Uh, in my head i'm creating this image you mentioned words like mining yeah like gold yep like economy yep. and mechs mechs yeah so, so my just, brain is like this awesome anime you're like, show oh, from the 70s you're, you're like there's these gundams coming out <laughs> i have no I idea just, what's going on but it sounds i'll amazing. stream it i'll stream it sometime if you guys want to watch me stream please it's on twitch.tv slash it's radley i-t-s-r-a-d-l-e-y um is it like an isometric game or is it i don't even know what that means man when it's like not top down but slightly you know just off yeah, angle yeah, top yeah, down yeah, so it's kind of like diablo yeah it's it's like that um yeah the matches get crazy um if, if you watch me i won't be able to talk to you because i'm gonna be like uh yeah it sounds good dude cool story <laughs> you can't do you can't play starcraft in chat i mean it can a little bit um but then when it gets like really heated like when you're trying to like uh like micro which is basically mm-hmm. you're trying to get your units to move uh macro is like focus on your economy there's like two terms okay. so when you're trying to battle like move all your units and not get spotted so you can like flank them or ambush them um it requires a lot of like articulate movement right okay okay so it is kind of twitch not twitch based but it is reactionary based gameplay yeah it's it's knowing what to build it's always it's like chess like being moves ahead but okay building units to always counter and always trying to like keep expanding so you have to watch your economy because if your economy is not making enough money and you have too much free money it means you're not producing enough so that means you're not using your resources properly and so sounds like my life yeah yeah Yeah. too much money not enough (laughs) no no not using my resources in the right way that was Uh, pc corner with justin 
Uh, Katie Watson. And glazed over a little bit during that. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. It's like when yeah. you start using words like economy, and then it's like just takes yeah. me back to high school and over again. And I'm like, I just want to take a nap. You know, play desk. theme park, the new Jurassic Park game with the when you make the park and then the diners get out. Eat people. Who would have thought that. Jurassic Park or you make a park? Do you uh, get to grow your own dinosaurs? Yeah, you get to be a dinosaur. Wow. Running a dinosaur park. What? what? I don't think you get to be a dinosaur. You get to be a park. Do you get to ride the dinosaurs? No. No. I always want to ride Come on. it. That's, well, that's crazy Ark. Talk. You have to play Ark if you want to ride a dinosaur. And you don't, don't want to like play Ark. Um, I don't like the start from nothing. You don't like games. survival games. You're like, I don't want something that plays closely to real life. Yeah. <laughs> you start with nothing and you don't have to like outputs. birthed into the world by myself. Yeah, this I is a, a hard friend. straight up Steve. Who I tried to get yeah. them to play Life is Strange, and then they stopped playing. They liked it. They got like past the first two chapters, and they stopped playing. I went, oh, why? Like, it's so much anxiety and stress. Like, if I wanted this, I it's just already just my normal outside. life. <laughs> yeah. So they stopped playing it because that's fair enough. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Well. Well, there's like, a big like thing. It's like, why do you play video games? So what's the reason? And for a lot of people, it's just entertainment. Other people, it's escapism. But it depends what they want for escapism. I mean, something different. To it's escapism for me. Mm. For me, it's definitely escapism, but I just like to go to a world that I want to be in most yeah. of the time and just like, yeah, like a gun around world. It. I'm just kidding. I watch a lot of Sword Art Online. <laughs> I'm almost done with the second Sword Art Online 2, which has to do with guns. Oh, yeah, you were saying. Yeah. It actually panned out to be really cool. I'm like, better. wow, this is, you're really smart at how to tie it all in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to Disneyland. That was my three day home. <laughs> I did a lot three, of three days. You man. did a lot of three days, man. Yeah. Well done. Did laundry today, too. Oh. Like, yeah. Do you separate your whites? Yeah, of course. Good. Separate, have to. separate the colors from hey, the, the Some whites. people don't. That sounded very... <laughs> 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 like, I mean in the sense of dyes, you know? There's no dye in if the you, clothes. If you the... ever run for governor, that sentence is going to be taken out of <laughs> yeah. context. Because oh, yeah. you. you don't want your colors... <laughs> okay, uh, you know what? Stop. I don't want them to fade. That's, that's it. That's true. If you want to keep your colors bright and proud. Yeah. And then just the basic whites, just whatever. Katie Watson. I'm not part of this conversation. <laughs> for when I run for governor. Do you separate your... Uh... <laughs> I like to put them all in together. <laughs> One color. I don't really see color. Just murky, <laughs> murky colors. Do you like my murky white blue shirt? <laughs> all the colors. Um, Tie-dye, tell you what. I know you haven't, you haven't played anything this weekend, Watson. Have you no, played anything since... No, because my TV is broken. Well, because yeah, you, you um, want to be playing Horizon still. I know. I got to the point where I have like three missions left to finish, and now our stupid PS whatever. PS TV. Yeah, we have troubles with our PS4. Um, yeah, this it. isn't time to tell you just... I can fix it. <laughs> but the projector that we spent <laughs> so long updating, it then after the festival that we had, it decided to stop showing anything for HDMI 2, which is the only one that supports 4K. So then we had to switch to HDMI 1, which never showed image before. And then suddenly after the update started showing image, but still won't show 4K. But now it won't show the PS4 Pro either because of PS4 Pro. Even if I put it on for a TV and then switch it to like 720p, as soon as you put it into projector, it thinks it can support 4K. Can you just 4K. return this? It's fucking ridiculous. Can you return it? this? Because it's defective. I know, I'm going to. I'm go- I have to now, like when I leave... LA, I have to just send yeah, the projector. He's gonna off. leave LA and take the projector with him, and I'm gonna be with You're gonna nothing. get this. You're gonna get the uh, big old Twitch TV. Yeah, Why don't you right. just play your video games through like your VR headset, and then you should get like <laughs> yeah. PTSD, and then when he comes back, oh my like, gosh. Ah! <laughs> I already have neck issues. <laughs> I don't think that a PSVR is gonna help out. Uh, we did though, you and I, Katie. We watched the original It. We did. We just finished It. Which yesterday. I haven't been back to in in a long time i would say decades but as we watched it i realized how much i must have seen that tv movie when i was a kid yeah because oh my god every single scene and every like face every face i'm like oh my god it's that actor what are they in and i was like oh this this film yeah <laughs> they've been in some other stuff but it was really like i know them from it yeah mm-hmm. um i thought it was really good like other the it's ending was fine really until bad. the end which yeah. is the case with most of stephen king's work in even books like he builds up these amazing magnificent stories in these worlds and then he's just like Bleh, at the very end don't so know how to resolve it's it it's just um, he doesn't know how to build a finale yeah it's fairly accurate to the book the original uh, 1990 tv show it's like three hours 15 minutes long um i could do with it being four hours so it gets to take more time with the characters like the new film has sure but i much prefer like i kept going oh anyone who says the original it's better than the new one is crazy 
Going back to it, I totally think that's an argument for saying the original's better. I thought it was cool. much scarier, honestly, and it was like to know that they didn't have CGI at that time. It makes the effects that they were able to do way creepy. more. Yeah, very creepy, very like curious. There were so many times that I would look at you and ask like, "How did they do that?" And you honestly were like, "I don't really know." Yeah, and a couple of weird ones. Magic. Had. Yeah, just magic. Movie magic. It's crazy. Huh? It was like that's so impressive to be able to do that and to still get to pull through your scare and your jumps and your suspense building. Have you seen the original? Impressive. Yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, I saw it when I was younger and course when i'd be like hey something that terrified me let me go revisit it right. instantly but yeah. I'll, i'm gonna watch it again uh, i don't know when it's very <laughs> have you seen the new one yet uh-uh. okay it's very very you know it's very 80s late 80s early night yeah. like fills it for sure but it's really ambitious for a tv movie oh, like there's so many locations and weird setups and stuff yeah um but the first the first half of it in particular i think is excellent like, i think it's really really great and mm-hmm. i much prefer it really did establish me how i felt with the new one I miss going back and forth with the adults and the kids. Yeah. And the new one just stays with the kids for this one. And then the next one is going to split it. But you watch this movie, and I'd need to go back to the book to see if that ratio is the same. But in this movie, which I do remember is pretty close, the, there's way more adult stuff than mm-hmm. kids stuff. Way more. So the fact that they're saying in the sequel to this new It, they're going to put less, like there's still going to be a balance of adult stuff, but with quite a lot of kids stuff thrown in. It's like, what the, it's massively outweighed. And for me, the stuff that the adults are dealing with, because it's such a, like a, it's such a, it feels like such a metaphor for like child abuse basically and people who repress these things and then have to deal with it when they come back to the hometown later yeah. and you're stronger as like kids together and seeing that affect adults for me is like way i don't know it, i think it's a really great balance like showing yeah. how they affected as kids and then how they're still being affected as adults and i really miss that so i'm really i'm still really looking forward to hopefully them doing what they say they might do which is in like 2021 or whatever putting out a director's cut of the new it films and putting them in the correct order of the book and letting well, us see just, it like this because if you if you were to split that the original up into two different movies the because so many times that we laughed when something wasn't funny that it was just really corny was when they're adults and they you know they have to embody these emotions that the younger kids have and that they have that they've repressed since they've been so young and they're still doing like the same actions and kind of speaking to each other in the same way as they did when they were really young and they just kind of come off as like like special needs people in Mm -hmm. some of them like they just come off as really weird sounding like it's uncomfortable to watch on some points and you almost need that levity that comes from those flashbacks from when they were younger to balance that out and i have no desire to see an entire movie of the original that's just those adults but as i was saying they're not going to do that i know but i'm saying like i know for the new one yeah that's exactly what I'm saying is their whole point is that in the sequel, it's not going to be just the adults. They're still going to be going back and forth with the kids. Oh, okay. So that's what I'm saying. It's going to massively outweigh. I was under the outweigh. impression it was just going to be adults in the next one. No, no, that's exactly what I was saying. So it's going to be like too many, too much kids. Basically, when you put the two movies together, it's like <clears throat> 75% kids and then 25% adults probably. Mm. Uh, but we don't know yet. But that's what they're saying. Sounds a lot like child's play. If you ask me. <laughs> Did you, I just got to leave you. <laughs> leave you hanging. Um, and we went to see Wind River as well oh, at yeah. last, which we keep talking about in the box office. <laughs> and it was it was good. It was okay. like very important film. I think like there's a message at the end of it that's really important and really shocking. But the most I think shocking thing. I liked thing, it more than you did. Yeah. Which is fine. Me too. Yeah. 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 I, didn't I, really, see I thought it, it was really good, so. but it was just like I don't know. Every ele- I didn't think any element of it was phenomenal. Like, I didn't think the script was amazing. I didn't think the acting was amazing. I certainly don't think the directing's that the great. The train's pretty good. That's good. Um, I know. But, but I really enjoyed it as a movie. And, like, like the story. And uh, toward the ending, it was very affecting. Mm. But it's like, it made Jeremy Renner cool. Yeah. He Justin. is cool. He's yeah. not. Yeah. He's not. In that movie. In that movie, he's in cool. Movie, yeah. Every is. other movie, you're just like, well, I guess, you know, in Hurt Locker, he was, n- like, a different kind of cool. Yep. But not the good kind of cool. No, not the one. <laughs> not the good kind of cool. You're like, yeah, Most buddy. of the time when he's just Clint Hawkeye, yeah. he is not that cool. Yeah. Pelican boy. Yeah. Um, right. Ironically, Hawkeye would have been a very appropriate name for him in this movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they should have been like, I have I met you before? I'm going to call you a Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> and he Avengers. does come across a hawk at one point in the film. 
Yeah, I did. A, I did. We talked about. There was the one girl who was sitting behind us that goes, "What was that? What was that?" And I was like, "It's a fucking bird. This Calm go, down." It's there a was some other. There was a, what was it? There was another line that was like right out of another movie. Oh, fuck, I can't remember. There was a big know. reference in it, which I don't remember. Was it? Are you just gonna crinkle things? <laughs> your right food your next bike. to the mic. Was it a? Uh, <laughs> Every week Lost at the beginning of the no podcast, touching. I'm mixing these at the beginning of the podcast. I see a lot of lawbreakers. <laughs> <laughs> and I could just hear crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's just in snack time at the beginning of the yeah. podcast. He's got to load up. Well, man. Got to get the energy levels up. Um, all right, Justin. Um, There's only a little bit of news this week, but let's let's start with a little Justin's blowdown. Woo! Justin's blowdown. <laughs> Number one. 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 Aronofsky's Batman, back in 1999, Darren Aronofsky, director of Pi, I'm going to say P for some reason, but it's Pi, Black Swan, The Wrestler, Requiem for a Dream, The Fountain, and just released Mother. There is an exclamation mark, so that is correct. appropriate. But no capital letters. Yeah, Mother wanted to make a gritty R-rated Batman reboot and pitched an idea to Warner Bros., Frank Miller, king of gritty Batman narratives, says that the vision was, quote, darker, end quote, than his own. Aronofsky wanted a Batman who would torture his enemies. In a recent interview with Yahoo! Movies, the director stated that, I always, quote, I always wanted Joaquin Phoenix for Batman, end quote. The director was involved for many years in the second solo Wolverine movie before having to depart the film to attend to a custody battle with his ex-wife, Rachel Weiss. Why is that? <laughs> um, you were shaking your head, Katie, at the idea of Wacky Phoenix. Not Batman. <laughs> Sorry. Joaquin. Um, like, yeah, everyone, it's really weird. We'll get to you it in the box keep office. Walking. No Batman for you. Everyone's talking about Aronofsky. <laughs> everyone's talking about Aronofsky this week because of Mother, even though it hasn't done that great in the box office, to be honest. Um, and I used to be crazy excited. I remember when he was meant to be doing the Wolverine film and they were at the point when they were about to start filming like that was the, the wolverine and hugh jackman had like really beefed out for him and then they had to put it on hiatus for nearly like a year or something till they got a new director and revamped it all and they had to rewrite bits and and hugh jackman just had to stay at a level of big <laughs> to keep the role you guys these protein bars are delicious <laughs> it was crazy yeah, dude um, being buff for that long what are you gonna do like are you you gotta get new clothes now yeah whole new clothes and then you gotta get well, newer clothes like christian bale right now he's getting really chunky so he can play uh somebody i can't remember i was reading about it today he's getting all fat to play somebody in an upcoming film it's john like candy a, huh john candy no it's a <laughs> a vice president or something he's doing a political oh, really? film oh really yeah. oh god Chris, uh, some reason Christian Bale, Christian Bale doing was. serious films pisses me off. I don't know why. What? <laughs> what? Something about him pretending to do serious films that annoys me. Why do you hate Christian Bale so much? He's, he's amazing. We've had this million times. He's not a good he's actor. He's Batman. He's not a good No, he's not. Yes, he is. Ben Affleck's he a is Batman. the Empire of the Sun. <laughs> yeah, he was good he's Empire of the Sun. American psycho and he's, he's Batman. He's a psycho American. There's a guy from my school that wrote Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun. He yeah. wrote it? Hmm. Nice guy. I went to my school, uh, not in my year or anything. Like a long You're time so before sure. I went, <laughs> it was, was like, a long well, claim to like, fame. You are a <laughs> time traveler, man. Um, yeah, for me though, it made made a lot of sense. Aronofsky doing a gritty Wolverine thing with Hugh Jackman, I could completely see. But him doing a Batman where Batman tortures people with Joaquin Phoenix playing him, where he brands people, like yeah, <laughs> like what's his he name? He did though. He wanted that. He wanted literal like branding. Wow. Yeah. You're like, mm, I don't know. And luckily, it got passed over to Nolan. Yeah, that, I don't. So. I don't. That's too Joker esque. If you start branding people. Yeah. That's also, I, I know Batman gets real gritty and he's like angsty. He's just like, he's not torturous, like psychotic. He's just like, I'm, I'm justice, and yeah. I'm just. He's just I'm a sociopath. A, yeah, he's just a, he's just a spoiled little brat. Yeah, anyway. I get, I get. He might hurt people, he's, or he might even kill people, but I don't think he'd torture people. That's no. a yeah. different. It's a different line. Yeah, he would beat the shit out of them and go, "Don't you ever forget it was the Batman." Yeah, <laughs> and then leave them, and then that's it. He wouldn't be like, "Let me torture you. Let's play a game." <laughs> yeah, he's just jigsaw. Yeah, Aronofsky was. I know he's here. He's excited for the new 
the Joker origin movie because he thinks they're going to push that to right. be Yeah, why doesn't he run that? He should direct that if he yeah, wants to that be torturing Is Joaquin Phoenix going to play the Joker, though? Because oh, I would rather him be the Joker than Jared Leto. Yeah, be, yeah, well, it's not Jared Leto in the origin one. Thank and goodness. we haven't been reporting on this, but Jared Leto is really confused, apparently, that he, why why is there a Joker origin movie happening that he's not in? Mm-hmm. Because nobody wants you to be the Joker. Yeah, dude. but then they're making a Joker and Harley Quinn movie, which he is in. So he's really I think confused. they're going to try to fire him secretly. They're going to be like, oh, we cast the censor. Also, you're not doing the Harley Quinn movie, bro. He's out. Because that's how it should be. Right. I don't know. I think Joaquin Phoenix would be pretty good. He'd be great as a Joker, actually. Or yeah. even Andrew Scott from uh, Sherlock. I think he'd be good. The guy that plays Moriarty. He's kind of... Uh, he's a little little. Yeah. Also, you need, like, a bigger presence for Joker. Joaquin Phoenix is crazy, which is fantastic. Yeah. Like, he just looks unhinged anyway. Or you yeah. could get a, uh, or you get Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh my Dude. gosh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf would be really yeah. good. Shia LaBeouf would be. That would be. He needs to slim down a lot though. Also, he would probably he would be a total dick on set though. You can tell. Oh yeah. He'd be like, he'd yeah, be no really big crazy. deal. You guys are back. You can't deal with me he'd, not being here. He'd also here. be really crazy though. He oh, would probably end up dying. Yeah. By the end of the movie, he'd be like, I did myself. I'm gonna jump off this building. I did heroin. I did myself into acid for this role. Yeah. Crazy dude. He's on another level. Also, though, I gotta say, he's he's just trying too hard with the, uh, what is it like, uh, the art stuff, like the what is it called that kind yeah, of art? Yeah, he does all those like installations. Yeah, and but stuff. they're ripoff of other people's. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like him and his girl, I'm like, dude, you're just biting people's. Think of something else, man. Just <laughs> or just saying you're doing an homage to so and so's art because that's really what you're doing. Yeah, he's a weird boy. <laughs> he is. Number two. Harry Dean Stanton. I would read ahead before you say it too long. No, 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 no. Sad news this week is actor Harry Dean Stanton passed away at 91 years old. His career ran for 50 years and spanned over 100 projects. He was perhaps most famous for his roles in Alien, Escape from New York, Paris, Texas, Twin Peaks, and Pretty in Pink. One of his final films is out on September 29th and is called Lucky. Yeah, it's one of those guys, like, just a character actor that everybody knew from like yeah, over 100 films so many and apparently Roger Ebert at one point said if there are any, if Harry Dan- Dean Stanton is in a film then it can't be all that bad because uh, he held him in such high regard huh. for me he was always yeah really alien and pretty and pink one yeah. or two for me such a good dad and pretty and pink yeah I like him uh, but yeah very sad um, but it's also not that I mean he's 91 so it's like it's a pretty kind of great yeah. life and he just died of natural causes so. 91 is a really long time yeah, it's a really long time. When people live to be over a hundred, I'm just like, why are you still going? <laughs> I'll remind you of that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm not a hundred years old, and if I'm hundred years old, maybe hopefully still in this form, then I'll be like, I can get a lot done. <laughs> I can get a lot done still. I don't know, man. Uh, but yeah, sad, but more of a, I think, a, yeah, just a nice should be nice to celebrate his career and the great stuff he's done. Yeah. Um, well, what's your final piece of news this week, Justin? All right, number three, three. Jeepers Creepers Tris. It's been 14 years since the last film in the Jeepers Creepers budding franchise, and after a long gestation of the third movie (laughs) in the series, a trailer finally hit just before the weekend. Changing titles from Jeepers Creepers colon (laughs) Cathedral to simpler Jeepers Creepers 3. The movie is being released in cinemas across America by Fathom Events for one night only on September 26th. Go to Fathom Events' official website to find the nearest cinema to you and book tickets. <laughs> What's with the accent? <laughs> I don't know. Kind of what with it? You know, Jeepers Creepers, spooky. That's a spooky accent. Yeah, I mean, it's like the guy who narrates spooky news. Like, Jonathan Breck returns as the Jeeper. Creeper. <laughs> the Creeper. As does Gina Phillips, who starred in the original 2001 movie alongside Justin Long, who does not return. Controversially, well, no, the writer... No, because he doesn't turns, have any eyes. Yeah, he's dead. Of course he's he won't return. Dead. Well, if he was in the <clears> second <throat> one in, like, flashbacks or yeah, in, like, yes. a dream sequence. He was, like, ghosty, But though. he's, like, dead. He's still dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> that concludes my blowdown. <laughs> But does it, Justin? It's because what? there's one more secret piece of news what? for you, my I friend. Piece of paper. I know, I like to spring one on you every now and then, don't I? Secret. Where's secret piece of news? Secret. Paper. So, Wait, do I get to say it? You know what time? No, man, I get to talk about it. Okay. You know what time You know what time it is for in our weekly podcast? Oh, a uh, quiz? Friday 13th time, baby. Oh, baby. 
baby! Those Friday the 13th news came out this week. Yeah, we know what that's going to be. And so, there's pictures. Yeah, they've oh been boy. talking about... <laughs> have you seen this yet? No. So they uh, they were talking about... First of all, they were trying to uh, express um, apologies for any delays for any of the content that they've been bringing out. Um, and they were explaining how the campaign and has been delayed because they had to use their resources for the uh, updating the game basically making it smoother and doing any updates and stuff yeah. firmware for that and they said doing it through xbox apparently was taking a long time there's a lot of legislation dude xbox. xbox sucks when it um, comes to being a what is a publisher with them or yeah something? there's just a lot of preening that they have to go through yeah but also xbox just tries to take over people's things they're like oh we're gonna delay it forever so you go broke and then you have to sell it to us and now it's our game you little indie people you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first from my own mouth. Xbox um, so, like, shit, they figured it out. On the Friday 13th game official Twitter account, um, oh they released a little counselor's map. Oh, boy! Look with what it, they're so going to be doing with all of their that new content. Cool. So let me, I'm going to walk us through it. So walk us through. So it's a beautiful little map. I suggest you go in and check it out. It starts with Camp Crystal Lake, uh, which is when the game came out on the 26th of was that may uh 2017 it shows you what's already come out which is a three clothing pack a retro jason and then fast-paced maps which is smaller versions of the maps which we just had a couple cool, of weeks cool. ago and it says you are here so we know where we're at now they don't have specific dates but they have these cool little images to let you know what's happening before so before halloween you're going to get the free emote packers next yay then we're finally going to get that spring break 1984 clothing bait, uh, oh, pack. Oh, yeah. Which they've released mm-hmm. pictures for, which look hilarious. Yeah, those headbands. Spring then we're going to get part four, Jason, which is great. Yeah. Uh, that was the one with, uh, what's it, Corey Feldman? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, then we're going to get the Jarvis house map, which is Corey mm-hmm. Feldman's house, where you, hopefully they'll have his bedroom with all those masks in and stuff. That yeah. He made, which would be great. Then we get some new counselors. Ooh, Thank there's goodness. These two sexy ones. We get new kills and new clothing. And that's oh, all, all before Halloween. Oh, crap. There's a whole ton of good content there because there's a little pumpkin there, like that's not yeah. Then we start to get some single player campaign, uh, camp- well, campaign, single player content. Now, this is where the bad news comes in. Originally, it was meant to be a big narrative campaign thing. It's not what it is anymore. Oh. So we're getting virtual cabin. 2.0. We don't know what that is yet, but they've said they're excited. You can build your own night. cabin, and then you can like invite people over to try to kill you. Oh, maybe. Oh, what if you have take to? This, that idea. No, but this is single player stuff. But that, that would yeah, be great. but you build your own cabin, then maybe you upload it later. Do it, guys. Take my genius idea. <laughs> if you got through our last topic piece and you're still listening, what if you have to build your own cabin piece by piece each time until Jason comes and murders you? Yeah, or you, you have bu- to like do things really frantically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I doubt that's it, but that'd be fun. And then single-player offline bots, so it's just basically a way to play, I guess, the maps without anybody mm. online, uh, which is good, because that should be there. We don't need you. And then single-player challenges, uh, but we're going to get the demo first for oh, that. Oh, cool. Um, so it'll just be little challenges. You Run through your the forest before getting murdered. Yeah. Then we get some new counselors again. Two more sexy ladies. And then Those a maps. new map. Uh, so that's our second new map coming. Before and that's Christmas. all before Christmas, because there's a big snowflake. Then straight away after Christmas, we're going to get another Jason, but I haven't said which one is it's going to be. Is it or is it a ninja star? Oh, <laughs> well, either way, like, Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we get new clothing. Then there's a new game mode. We have no idea what that is yet, but it's going to be single player. Um, and then single player, more single player challenges are actually launched uh, after that demo. And then we get a final new Jason, and then a Jason final X. new map. <laughs> yeah, Jason X for sure has got to come. Uber yeah. Jason's got to turn up. Uber. So that means <laughs> it will finish at some point next year. We're not sure when. We're gonna have three new Jasons, so and we're gonna have three new maps. Oh baby, oh baby, which is very exciting. And Wait, just in what's the, next... the free clothing pack that we got? Um, I, well, it was the very first thing that came out. Yeah, so it's just so like it those two invented. or three choices you get. Oh, like okay. it's mostly just yeah. different. Those colors. are some more clothings in there. Oh, okay. the clothing it's like my though... character is the same as yours, Justin, but mine has a green plaid shirt instead Whoa. of a red. And you gotta like Here's... go to like 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, yeah, 70, you have to, to be 90 like level to unlock this shit. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, crazy. I'm already there. You're already that? No, I'm not. I was like, what? We're like level, we're only like level we're like, 16 Yeah, or we're all like level 16. Man, so much. Need to play more, but I'm excited for new maps will really help reinvigorate yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that was our secret little Jason news. Jason news! Secret. Katie, Watson. you're going to handle the releases this week. Can you yeah. tell us what's going on in the American in cinemas? accent. Please, no accents. No accents. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get really Maybe bad, especially with some Al of these impression. names. <laughs> did you know Al can do a James McAvoy impression? Really? Yeah, he did it really good. He did it accidentally last week. Yeah. He did it accidentally. I was like, oh my gosh, James McAvoy's here. Accent. James McAvoy's here. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, 21st September, we have Leatherface, Leatherface. the TV premiere from directors Alexandre? Alexander? Bust- Alexandre Juan? Bustillo. Oh, is it Bustillo? Oh, Alexandre Bustillo. Julianne Mori from Inside, Livid, and Among the Living, Wait, starring the Finn Jones. Game? Hey! Sorry. I'm, I'm confused. Is this Inside no, as in the video game? It's a French horror film that's fantastic that's never been really made into an American horror film. Oh, okay. Can I continue? Yes. Yes. Starring Finn Jones, Stephen Dorff, Lily Taylor, Sam Coleman, and Nicole Andrews, a teenage Leatherface escapes from a mental hospital with three other inmates kidnapping a young nurse and taking her on a road trip from hell while being pursued by an equally deranged lawman out for revenge. This sounds crazy. Yeah, all right. So let's very quickly talk about this one because we are at the moment in the middle of uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, podcast which Justin's on and Ali's on and I am on uh, where we're watching all of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films we're on number three it's just coming out uh, this week uh, this Friday um, and this is what the one that we're leading up to now this came as a surprise because we're we're on track for our series to finish the week when the new Leatherface comes out mm-hmm. so that's oh, when yeah. we're going to be watching it uh, which is the 20th of October um, but they've done this weird deal with DirecTV. So Leatherface is out on the 21st of September um, for DirecTV, okay. if you have that. We can watch it together. I don't know how to get DirecTV. I'll literally go buy a box. you got to install stuff. It's a nightmare. Um, There's an app. There's an app. You could do, I think you do it on app. Yeah, you just have to do another I tried to find service. an app, but I couldn't find it. I'm sure we could download it somewhere. I tried to. We'll have a look anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're still like, we know we'll still be reviewing it when we're reviewing it, which is at the end of our franchise. Uh, but yeah, anyone who has DirecTV, you can watch it early. I've been reading a bunch of reviews on IMDb. Um, most of the horror sites have been pretty okay, like decent sixes, um, sevens, some fives. Um, but IGN, uh, friends over there, gave it 1.5 out of 10. The lowest IGN score I've ever seen wow. in my life. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Thanks. Um, which is saying something. Uh, but it's the directors are great like they've made some fantastic French movies um, IGN didn't like how serious it was it's taken itself very seriously apparently. Mm. Uh, so there's no comedy in this one apparently not damn mm. moving on uh, 22nd of September Kingsman colon the golden circle <laughs> you're involved with the colon game yeah 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 uh, directed by Matthew Vaughn, who also did Kick-Ass, X-Men First Class, Woo! Stardust, Woo! Kingsman, The Secret Service. Woo! Starring Taron Egerton, Woo! Edward Holcroft, Julian Moore, Woo! Keith Allen, Colin Firth, Woo! Michael Kimbin, and Hannah Alstom. Michael Kimbin needs a woo. I know. Wait, who? Michael Kimbin. I don't know who that is. It's great. He's a good guy. He deserves a woo. Woo! When their headquarters are destroyed and the world is held, the world is held hostage. The Kingsman's journey leads them to the discovery of an allied spy organization in the U.S. These two elite secret organizations must band together to defeat a common enemy. And you forget you know who Michael Gambon is because he's only playing Dumbledore for the majority of the yeah, Harry Potter movies that you're oh, watching yeah! right now. <laughs> that guy. That guy. Uh, also, 22nd, Battle of the Sexes. We just saw the trailer for this yesterday when we went and saw Wind River. I had no idea it was coming out. No. Directed by Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris from Little Miss Sunshine and Ruby Sparks. Starring Emma Stone, Steve Carell, Elizabeth Shue, Bill Pullman, Chris Parnell, and Alan Cumming. It's the true story of the 1973 tennis match between world number one Billie Jean King and ex-champ and serial hustler Bobby Riggs. I love Ruby Sparks. Yeah, it's a good it's one. it's such a good film. And we watched the trailer. Yeah, we went to see Wind River. And whenever we go to the landmark, dude, they show like all these film, all these trailers for films we had no idea existed. Yeah. Just weird like films. I I don't like to bracket it like this, but they're like your parents' films, or, you yeah. know, or, yeah. or grandparents' films. Just yeah. like films like. There's a lot of old people that go there, right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. many old people. Every time we Every go, time we go like, it's like, always old people. Is it old people day? Like, what's going on? Yeah. There's so many. And I don't mind. Hang but up, we it's did just go to weird. a matinee on a they, Sunday. They also like, used to be young until they kept going there. Yeah, careful now. They were young when they went in. Yeah. One of these days, we're we're gonna come out old. But they showed all these film trailers, and this one, like, like, I don't know, looks looks pretty good. I was like, was Emma Stone and Steve Carell in this weird fucking tennis movie? But then when I see it's from the people who did Ruby Sparks, I'm excited. Isn't there a tennis movie with Shia LaBeouf? (laughs) Yeah, there is. That's the one based on uh, McEnroe. Yeah, that that looks cool. Yeah, yeah. Like Shia, you crazy man. (laughs) 
Joker. Joker. Joke. Dude, we should campaign for him to be the Joker. Just start hashtagging it, and he's going to be like, yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. Totally I'm still more up. of a fan of this Wacky Phoenix idea. Joker, <laughs> yeah. Well, we can just play both and see which one yeah. goes well. We can well. just start a whole, uh, like, a thread. Like, who would you want to be? Joaquin or Shy? And people mm-hmm. Either or, man. Just be like, jokes shy on you. Hashtag. Shia for the Harley Quinn, Joaquin for the origin. I was going to say, what if they go really? I can see them doing a Joker and origin film where they get a girl to play the Joker. That'd be cool. That seems to be where we're at right now. Uh, that's pretty cool. I'm going to be down Quinn. for a Joaquin, or Joaquin, uh, Joker and Harley, both girls. I'm down for that too. Yep. Ooh. Very sexy Joker movie. He's so sexy. <laughs> Um, also on the 22nd, the Lego Ninjago movie. Yes! Justin's a little Fuck. excited. Love the Lego Ninja movie. Just <laughs> glancing at my compression. <laughs> well, can't contain this excitement, tell you that much. Uh, directed by Charlie Bean from Tron Uprising, Paul Fisher and Bob Logan. Starring Jackie Chan, Ooh. Dave Franco. Uh. I don't know. He's all right. He's Dave Franco. Franco's great. Franco's Michael right. Pena, Abby Jacobson, Fred Armisen. Ha. Also really good. And Kumail yeah. Danjiani. That guy's awesome. Sorry, Japan. buddy. Uh, six Young Ninjas, Lloyd, Jay, Lloyd. Kai. Yeah, it is Lloyd. <laughs> Cole, Zane, and Naya are tasked with defending their island home called Ninjago. By night, they're gifted warriors using their skills and awesome fleet of vehicles to fight villains and monsters. By day, they're ordinary teens struggling against their greatest enemy, high school. Sounds an awful lot like Spider-Man Homecoming, if you ask me. Does. Mm. No, no, no. Trailers look cool. Yep. Yeah, looks, looks fun. We're going to go see it. funny. Yeah. Um, Friend Request is also coming out the 22nd, directed by Simon Verhoeven. Starring Alicia Debnam Carey from Fear the Walking Dead and The 100, William Mosley, Connor Paolo, and Britt Morgan. A popular college student graciously accepts a social outcast online friend request, but soon finds herself fighting a demonic presence that wants to make her lonely by killing her closest friends. What an asshole ghost. Like, hey, you want to make friends? Oh, sure, I'll make friends. Not anymore. I've wow. seen I've seen this movie. That's what a, what a jerk. It came out in the UK in 2016. Um, so it's been yeah. out on digital and DVD in the UK for a year, Does pretty not much. Sound so it's weird it's starting to come out. And the new poster for it in America sucks. Like the the original poster is like her lying on the bed, looking like typical horror thing. Mm-hmm. She's on the laptop. You can see a butt a bit for her pajamas kind of thing. But the new one's really bad. It's just like some like weird demonic face that doesn't look scary mm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know why it's taking so long to come up here. It's a perfectly decent movie, to be honest. It's not great. It's certainly not bad. It's all right. Also, why accept a friend request from someone she doesn't know? Like, you go to the page and you're like, who this? Who this be? <laughs> and they don't respond, then you don't add them. Well, if you're lonely like me. <laughs> and yes. also, that's like a real dick move. Like, oh, you're already lonely? Let me make you more lonely. <laughs> what a shitty ghost. You know what? Fuck that ghost. I hope I no, die. It's so not, I she's it. not lonely. She's a, she's a popular college student. Oh. Who graciously accepts a social outcast online friend she request. graciously that makes her a kind person no, she's probably like fine i'll be our friend i don't know it says graciously uh, so it says oh dearest friend you seem rather lonely <laughs> so Brit- britishly him, what high I school did you go to she was one college. of those fancy ones overseas you know she's like i gladly accept your request for kinship it was brought by pigeon so it was gracious yeah. what a nice girl is that all the cinema films? Or no, it... we have one more. Okay. Uh, we have Woodshock, directed by yes. Kate Malevi. Sure. Sure. As well as Laura Malevi. Cool. I'm thinking they're related. They're, they're, do, um, they're in fashion. No Starring Kirsten Dunst. Woo! Palau Asbeck, Joe Cole, and Jack Kilmer. A woman falls deeper into paranoia after taking a deadly drug. I like when she does the paranoia films. This, this trailer is one that we've been using for references yeah. for our films for a while now. It's great. So I'm so excited for this film. It looks really cool, really beautiful, really surreal. Kristen um, Tons is great. What do you got against yeah. her? What do you got against What's her? What's she good in? More Spider-Man. Uh, Melancholia. Everything. She, look, Melancholia is a great film. Bring I, it on. I don't think she's great because of <laughs> her. Jumanji. Jumanji. Come on. Yes. 
Keep going. The, uh, She's fine. The interview with the vampire. Yeah, yeah no, she was great in that. Yeah. But she was like 10. Melancholy. So, uh, Elizabeth Town. Spider Man. Do you like Elizabeth Town? She's great. Yeah. She has a good face. She's, she's good. Uh, I like How to Lose Your Friends and Alienate People. I could go on for days, man. There was one film that you could have got me with and you didn't get to it. I'm going to get to it. Um, bring it on. One, two, three. <laughs> bring it on again. Um, I don't even know. Is it a very common one? Uh, yeah. Magnolia. No, she wasn't no, in that. Uh, Similar film though to that. It's the one with Jude. Uh, what's it, the dude that played Jude Law? I mean Jude. No. Nope. Uh, it's the one where they go upside down. No. Nice. Uh, I don't know. What is it called? Virgin Suicides. Virgin oh, Suicides. I didn't see that one. That's why. She's good. She's it's good. It's a good one. But because she doesn't have to do anything, she can just be like stoned and just lie around. Whatever. You know, Haters. Gonna good. hate. I like She's her. the worst Mary Jane I could possibly imagine. She's so mm. insipid and drippy. It's ridiculous. It's not her fault how she's directed yeah, also, to be. Also, dude, it's a movie that's like a 90s theme. No, like, yeah. if, if they modernize it, it would have been really, really, she just, really... She's never, like, got any zest though. She's always just drifts through things. She's playing a woman who falls into paranoia. And after taking a deadly so drug. She's, she's like a tumbleweed. <laughs> she Shut your face. Through a yeah, no she's respect. a tumbleweed that you go, wow, this is the best tumbleweed I've ever seen in the entire world. This yeah. is better than anything. And she's anything. got great hair. <laughs> and nice eyes. All right, Kirsten Dunn's fan And she's club. pretty. <laughs> No, I don't think she's pretty I at all. I love her. I, don't think <laughs> I love her. I'm leaving you for she her. She worked opposite of Simon Pegg, and it's good enough for me. And what? How to lose your friends and aliens? Oh people. God. Which is like a you know it's well, an okay it's film. Well, it's a valid but... fact. I mean, he's just stating many... true things. Yeah, but Simon Pegg has been amazing in three things in his Simon entire Pegg. life. Oh my God, wow. you're just breaking just... everyone down. I love Simon today. Pegg, but he's you love him for three things. He's been awful in everything else he's, he's made. He's like, well, dreadful. I was listening to this shitty podcast. Now, now I'm you just lost bad. all our viewers. Thanks a lot. Leaving me and Kirsten. Simon Dunster wasn't me. Leaving. Oh, was Also, Simon Pegg does a great C-3PO. I love Simon Pegg. I'm just saying 90% of his movie like doesn't it. sound like it. 90% of it. On to games. <laughs> In Fuck. the gaming sector. Wait for Al to hate some of these. Uh, the Solus Project comes out on PS4. Marvel vs. Capcom colon infinite Woo! on PS4 and Xbox One. So this is... Um, this game's been a long time gestating and it's just got its first reviews in. Apparently it plays great, looks like shit. Excellent. Ooh, looks really bad. That sucks. But plays great. Plays great. That's all that matters. Uh, the Binding of Isaac, colon, hey. Afterbirth Plus, <laughs> which does not sound great, um, on from, PS4. That's from the creator of uh, Super Meat Boy. I understand, but Afterbirth Plus. That's the whole point. It's a very personal, very sad the story and he's quite uh you saw him on um the indie game the movie i remember um project cars 2 comes out on ps4 and xbox one having excellent reviews the lego ninjago movie video game on ps4 xbox one and switch uh, lego ninjas would you play this though do you like the lego games yeah i probably would play it maybe i don't know i don't i don't play the the movie games i play just like you know the regular so, well, I guess I do. That's pretty much all they do at the movie games, other than like Lego Worlds and Lego. I mean, like, I never played the Lego movie game, you know? I'll probably play the Ninja one, though. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, More Fight comes out on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Yeah, this game I didn't know about, and then I saw a little trailer for accidentally, and it looks really cool. It's like this strange, uh, it's not pixel, it's like, um, oh, it's like polygonal art. Um, but it looks like a No Man's Sky type. You get about oh. 15 planets to explore. Um, can you both please <laughs> stop bouncing your faces I off the it. microphone? That was for Nooch. Close to it. Um, it looks, <clears throat> yeah, it looks cool. It looks like a little No Man's Sky. But what? And it's already on iOS and Android and uh, some other platforms. But what's cool about it is it's going to be on Switch, and this to me looks like a great Switch game. So we could be in space together. To be like a No Man's Sky. I don't know if it's online or not uh, I can my hopes up <laughs> but just the idea of having a No Man's Sky kind of game on Switch sounds great to me uh, SteamWorld 2 SteamWorld Dig 2 comes out on Switch People Thimbleweed Park on Switch what is Thimbleweed Park? it's like uh, Twin Peaks and I Pixelated I started playing it I played about two and a half hours of it on mm. Xbox One um, it's alright yeah. I'm not really used to the like you have to look at every single item in every single room oh, of every okay. single it's, house in order to find this yeah. one key that opens this lunchbox that. that gets you the apple that so, shoots this bird that lets you out. So that game, because it's from but Gilbert. It's very funny. What's his name? 
It's from, isn't it from one of the creators of Monkey Island? I believe Monkey so. Monkey Island. Um, so it's like, hang on one second, let me just double check. Yeah, it's from Ron Gilbert. So the two people who did Monkey Island, you had Ron Gilbert and then you had, um, oh God, what's his name? Who did Broken Age? Oh. Oh, yeah. And they both came back to do, to bring back that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Broken Age kind of reimagined it for, where it's very much the same traits, but making it new for a new generation. Yeah. Gilbert, like, Thimbleweed Park is Monkey Island. It's yeah. if you love love the old fashioned nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties Monkey yeah. Island games, it is still a Monkey it's Island really game. It's really fun. Cool. Like when but you actually get to the story itself, it's um, really fun to be in in that world. And they're really incidentally and ardently funny characters. The dialogue is really fun. There's a lot of like um, insider jokes for gamers and movie watchers, and it's got this kind of film noir, Twin Peaksy vibe going on with it. It's a detective like whodunit murder game, and um, but yeah, there were just so many times where we'd get bogged down with these side things that you had to do, and it's just they're just boring. I got bored doing them, yeah, so I stopped enough. playing. Tim Schafer was the name I was trying to think of, by the way. Um, Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two comes out on cool. switch i did like uh when dragon ball came out on the wii and you could use the nunchuck thing all right yeah I'll implement, it. Implement, implement that better who though now is going to buy a dragon ball xenoverse game when there's dragon ball fighters coming so soon? <clears throat> i mean they're different yeah, they're, yeah really not really we're just fighting so, games yeah i mean the other one uh yeah i probably would just wait for the 2d fighter just wait for dragon ball fighters looks yeah. awesome um, and Pokken Tournament DX is coming out on Switch. Yeah, that's a big deal. Pokemon Fighter um, coming out on Switch. Pokken? Big, yeah, Pokken. Hmm. Yeah, Pokken. it's the Pokemon Fighter games. You know, like the big arena ones. Wait, so this is like stadium? Yeah. Like, what? Is there going to be mini games where like Licking Tongue has to eat a whole bunch of things? I don't know. Because that was amazing. Yeah, the mini just... games on the Pokemon Stadium. Oh, Let me check it. Let me check it. If it's not... I'm going to be very disappointed. Because <clears throat> um, what was the last one? On? Was it one on Wii U? Or is this like yeah, a new on... version of the one from Wii U? Or is uh, it something different? I don't know. We should know more about this. We'll check it for next week. Yeah. Um, when it's already out. Um, <laughs> and on Blu-ray. Uh, one, one, I did want to oh. say the week after this, which we'll get to, but me and Justin were talking about it briefly last week. Um, there's a One Piece game. Uh, yeah, so it's like a One Piece game that was out on PS4. It was already out on PS3 um, and not DS, something else. Oh, Wii U, Wii yeah. U. Um, and it's called, was it One Piece? Fuck, what's it called? Unlimited World. Um, and we were looking at it the other day, like a couple of weeks ago, do you remember? Yeah. And we're like, oh, I don't know about this. Well, it's coming to Switch. Um, and it is because we thought oh it's just a fighting One Piece game it's yeah. not and I was looking into it it's most people's favourite One Piece game uh, it is a re- it is like a new revitalised version of the yeah. game that it's been out a few years ago um, but it is sort of it's got RPG elements you have a hub where you can go to shops and trade and stuff and then you go out on these adventures and things um, it's not like Breath of the Wild or anything like that yeah. but it looks like a cool RPG slash fighting hybrid yes which is probably similar to like your Naruto kind of yeah, style yeah. thing um is it going to start from like the beginning or is it starting from like later in the story? From what I read about it, it follows the story for a while and then it goes off on its own tangent. Okay, but it starts so from it the beginning of... I believe so. Yes! I believe so. Um, and this one's got a whole bunch of new stuff in it. For me, again, that's another game where... It's a really sweet game, so it's like, I like to have my games on Xbox if I can because I want to yeah. get achievements. Achieve. Or I just want to play the game on the most powerful console I can. So if I have a choice between... Like back when something would be on the Wii U or the PlayStation 3, I'd be like, well, I want the PlayStation yeah. 3 version. But this game, even though it's on PS4, it's like, that sounds like such a good Switch game. To have like a RPG One Piece yeah. game you can wander around, that sounds perfect for Switch. So, uh, But that's out on the 29th of September, so we'll talk about it again next week. Woo! Blu-ray time? Yes, Blu-ray time. All right. Blu-ray. You got Wonder Woman coming out on 4K, Starship Whoa. Troopers in Whoa. 4K. Starship Troopers, Traitors of Mars, oh, I don't know. 4K. It's like the fifth Starship Trooper. It's a full CGI animated movie. Oh. Does it have the voice of Rico? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they do. Uh, the Hero, Close Encounters of the Third Kind on yes! 4K. Yes! Certain Women on Criterion. Yes. Bates Motel, <laughs> The Complete Series, The Devil's Candy, 
The Big Sick, and Firefly, the complete series. Firefly. Firefly. Lots of cool. There's a lot of, there's more 4Ks coming out this week, but they're the ones that I'm interested in. So they're the ones (laughs) we're talking about. Yeah. Um, There's a bunch of crap like Conan, the remake and stuff. Wow. That's crap. The Marcus Nispel director of Friday 13th remake, though. That should be worth coming to 4K. Yeah. I know we get a Conan remake instead. The Conan. Um, thank you, Watson. Thanks, Watson. You are welcome. For all the releases. Oh, she's doing accents. Uh, let's quickly get through the box office then. It happened last weekend. At number 20, we had The Glass Castle. Glass Castle. At number 19, All Saints. All Saints. At number 18, The Nut Job 2, Colon, <laughs> Nutty by Nature. Number 17, Girls Trip. Ooh. Number 16 is still Wonder Woman. Wonder. No. <laughs> number 15 is Canelo versus GGG, Colon, Supremacy. Huh? Is that another boxing uh, stream or I something? Have no I don't idea. know. Oh, no, number 14 is The Dark Tower. All right, all right, all right. Number 13 <laughs> is Despicable Me 3. <laughs> number 12 is Logan Lucky. Yeah. Incarcerated. <laughs> number 11 is The Emoji Movie. Number 10 is Dunkirk. Number 9 Dunkirk. is Spider Man Homecoming. Spider-Man. Number 8 is Leap! Exclamation mark. What? It's an animated Leap. 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 It's quite a big CGI yeah. movie thing. Is it DreamWorks or who? Uh, I don't know. Someone. Uh, but one of two movies this week frogs? in the top 10 with exclamation mark in the title. Uh, number seven is Annabelle Creation. Number six is Wind River. Number five is a Hitman's Bodyguard. Finally fallen from its number one spot thanks to it. Uh, number four is Home Again. Home Again. Down from its number two spot. We've got two new releases. Number three is Mother exclamation mark. Mother. No capital letters. Uh, number two is American Assassin, and at number one for the second week in a row is It, which has dropped over fifty percent to sixty million. It made this weekend, yeah, week no before it made over one hundred twenty million. Um, so yeah, not like that last week was a huge. He's just doing, doing damn well though, nearly at two hundred million domestic alone. Not a lot of dollars. Shabby. Now Mother's at number three. I just want to. We've gone long enough, so I want to wrap up in like five minutes. But um, okay. Mother's. It's, yeah, I wanted to talk about this because I wrote a little article about it for us to talk about. Because Mother's um, at number three, but it's not done well. So you might think, oh, number three is like really, really great. It's only seven and a half million dollars. That's not good. That's not oh, good. Wow. Not good. Um, so it's actually come to this thing called Cinema Score. Have you guys heard about this? So IGN nope. did an article on it. Um, so credit to them. And it made me explore it a little bit more. So I'm taking, I've taken a little bit from their article and then added a few things to it. Um, but head over to IGN.com if you want to see their own version of, of this. Uh, but CinemaScore, yeah, it's one of the major ways that studios then determine how well a film's going to do um, with, with box office. Uh, but unlike Rotten Tomatoes, which takes all of the scores from critics, um, uh, CinemaScore takes it from uh, regular moviegoers, basically, and it polls them. So they use it as a way to see how the general public... It polls the people who are buying tickets? No, I'm guessing it's or from just preview on screenings the fact or something. Of I don't tickets know. purchased. No, it must be from preview screenings or something. I don't know. Okay. Because um, it's it's polling like real people rather than critics okay. to see how they liked a movie, basically. Um, and the ratings then can fall between an A plus to an F, and it's very rare for a movie to be so universally hated that it earns an F rating. Uh, but last week's Mother was one of those films. Nice. Um, so, IGN put together this list of a whole bunch, like 15 films, that was some of the the ones that have made got an F basically through the scoring thing and it is something that Hollywood take quite seriously as if they can see if their movie's going to make money or not with the mm-hmm. general public uh, I just picked 10 of them um, and I want to very quickly and I will just do this quickly go through them I'm going to name the title of the film um, and the year it came out because some have titles that might have been used another time and I want to first know if you've seen the movie you know, do you think it's that bad that it deserved an F basically and then secondly I just want you to guess for each one did it make like it more than its budget back? Because really, that's what they're trying to figure out. It's just the return, isn't it? It's like, do they get a good return? Right. So they want to know if people aren't going to go and see this movie, we're not going to get a good return. Let's not do this again. Um, so we just got ten films. I'm just going to rattle through them real quick. So I just want to know from you: if you've seen it, would you recommend? You know, like, do you think it's that bad? And two, do you think it made its money back? Okay. All right. Okay. Let's do it. First film is a film called Darkness from 2002. The start Anna Paquin. Um, and it was directed by a guy called Juan uh, Balaguerro who did Wreck 1, 2, and 4 from Spain. Hmm. Didn't see it. Okay. Uh, it had a budget of 10 million. It got graded an F through Cinema Score. 
Do you think it made more of its money back? Nope. Probably not. Made $34 million. Oh. Yeah. Again, these are just cinema. Like, this isn't even including DVD, digital, yeah. any of that stuff. Uh, and then we've got Solaris, 2002, Steven Soderbergh. My personal favorite Steven Soderbergh it's movie. It's got an F. Uh, let's go on F through cinema score. People fucking hated it. What? Starring George Clooney, Natasha McElroy, other people. Did it have the guy from uh, District 9? Is that the one? No. My, uh, it's got the clunster in it. Uh, yeah, it's got George Clooney. Uh, budget of $47 million. Did it make its Ooh. money back? No. Yes. No. Damn it. Made $30 million. People didn't go see the Clooney? People did not. I, and the people who did in my cinema got up very confused at the end uh, of that. Because they were expecting it. They were like, from the director of Ocean's Eleven, starring George Clooney, is this thoughtful space. 2001 <laughs> style movie. Wow. Uh, I love Solaris. It's brilliant. The That's original great. is brilliant as well. Uh, Wolf Creek from 2005, directed by Greg McLean, who also directed Wolf Creek 2, Wolf Creek the TV show, and uh, a crocodile movie called Rogue, starring Nathan Phillips, Cassandra McLaren. Um, it's an Australian movie budgeted at 1.5 million dollars yes made its money back I'm really shocked to see this on the list because this is a big horror film that critically is loved it made 28 million dollars it doesn't sound like much money but when your budget is 1.5 great return yeah Yeah. Um, so so far we got three of these movies that are good good return Bug 2006 this is directed by William Friedkin who directed the original Exorcist he directed The French Connection uh, recently, he did that Killer Joe film, mm-hmm. uh, starring Ashley Judd, Michael Shannon, Harry Connick Jr. Also a horror film. Budgeted what was it called? F- Bug. Bug. Yeah. Bug. Budgeted at four million dollars. Yes. No. It doubled at eight million dollars. Oh. I was gonna say old people went and saw this. Yeah. No, it's a horror movie. It's a nasty. Oh, is it? Movie. Yeah, it's a oh, nasty horror Oh, I thought it sounded like a, I don't know, political. No, no, no! It's a nasty like bugs get under your skin. Oh, gross! Also, it's only four million. I feel like you can't get a return. Ugh. Yep. Oh no, it's a horror movie. I'm not saying yeah. that. Well, I, I just I'm doing this because I do have a point to make. Uh, the Wicker Man, 2006, director Neil Laboute, who did Death at a Funeral, Wait, starring more? Nicolas Cage, yeah. Cage. <laughs> Ellen Burstein, Molly Parker, Lily Sobieski, budgeted oh. forty million dollars. Where did she I didn't go? See this, but I'm gonna say Where now. did Lily Sobieski go? She disappeared. She's gone. One of the most infamous YouTube, like, oh, every bit of Nicolas Cage's movie is incredible. He just steals a kid's bike, dresses up in, like, a bear costume, yeah. <laughs> and terrorizes people. Not the bees. A remake, of course, of the 70s classic horror movie. Do you think it made more than its budget back? No. What was the budget? 40 million. No. Uh, it's so hard because you don't know what else was on at the time. Because you're like, if it was the only horror movie, then maybe it did. Yeah, that's a good point. Um... Yeah, I guess. I'll say yes. No, but only just 39 million. Oh, One million close. out. <laughs> Do you remember this film? I Know Who Killed Me 10 years ago now. Starring Lindsay Lohan, Julia oh, Ormond, Neil McDonough. Directed by Chris Silverstone, who also directed All Cheerleaders Die. Budgeted at $20 million. I'd say no. no. Did not. 9.5 million. Uh, I can't believe it's been this long since this film from 2009. The Box. Oh. Directed by Richard Kelly, who did Donnie Darko and Southland Tales. Starring Cameron Diaz, James Marsden, Frank Langella. Uh, budgeted $30 million. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. $33 million. Okay, uh, last three here. We've got Silent House 2012. This is a remake of the movie that was out at the same time as this one came out, which is crazy. Single shot horror. So the entire film's just done in one shot. Directed by Chris Kentis and Laura Lau, who also did Open Water, starring Elizabeth Olsen. Budgeted at two million dollars. Yes. Yep, yeah. it made thirteen million dollars. Uh, Killing Them Softly, 2012. Oh, I want to see this. Directed by I can't believe it was 2012. It was already five years ago. Yeah. Directed by Andrew Dominic, who did Chopper and the Assassination of Jesse James, but a coward, Robert Ford, starring Brad Pitt, Scoot McNary, <laughs> Ben Mendelsohn, James Gandolfini, Richard Jenkins, Ray Liotta. No women. <laughs> Budgeted at 15 million dollars. 50, five zero. Five, one five. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. 38 million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What the pitster? Final one. The Devil Inside, 2012, directed by William Brent Bell, who also directed Stay Alive, the computer game horror movie, and The Boy, starring Fernanda Andrade and Simon Quarterman, uh, budgeted at $1 million. Yeah. Sure. 
You're correct. It made $101 million. Wow. That's a lot of potatoes. So we talked about the devil inside a few times before because I always try and say to people when people talk to me about movies and grosses, grosses don't matter. The return is all that matters. It's like how much did your budget, like your movie cost to make and then how much did you make back from it? Right. Again, we're not talking about DVD and Blu-ray and digital, so this is simply at box office. Um, now, The Devil Inside is the third most profitable movie of all time. Dang. And when you look at the movies over the last, I think it's like nearly 10 years, it's the number one profitable movie of all time. And nobody seems to have gone to see it when you talk to people. Weird. And as this proved, people fucking hated this film. People hated it, hated it, hated it. Every single uh, film of the top 10 films made over the last eight years of the most profitable in return are horror films. Every single one of them Every without time. exception. Um, and what I think is interesting here is just something that I just want to get serious for a second and just say like Hollywood puts a lot of faith into these scoring systems and people giving something an F and say we didn't like it so we wouldn't go and see that movie mm -hmm. so then they don't support it they don't put posters up or whatever nearly every single one of the movies we just talked about made a profit a lot of them made a hefty profit there was only a handful of maybe like three that didn't make their money back and that was just in cinemas not in any other platform right um, one of these movies is one of the biggest most profitable movies of all time um, and every horror film here did great uh, other than the wicker man <laughs> but that's because nicholas cage was on it um so yeah i don't know i just like i thought black uh, so not black so my mother is now going to join this list of movies rated this way i'll be interested to see what was the budget how for it ends mother, up do you know that's a very Two good dollars. question very good question Aronofsky funded the whole thing himself so yes yeah, that's seven and a half million this week um and it made yeah what happens if someone funds a whole movie by themselves that happens quite a lot. Yeah. You have a lot of money. Budget was $30 million. So it's got a way to go. It's at $13 million right now. Well, they're halfway there. Like, say you mm -hmm. find a movie that only costs $2 million, and you're like, oh, I'll just fund the whole entire thing. Yeah. Like, do you people get the entire that. return back? I mean, no. It's the, well, like, 10% for the I don't people. I don't want to get in there. We can get into another week. Okay. But basically, the way it works, distribution will always take 50% off the top of everything. Oh. Everything. Oh. Before anybody else sees anything. What if you just self-distribute it yourself? People do. Shane Carruff did that with Upstream Color. Kevin Smith's tried that. Um, you have to work pretty hard. But well, you can totally go, do it. hey... I'm going to distribute it on the iTunes. Yeah, yeah, lots of people do that. You just won't make any money. Yeah. <laughs> but you can... It's a um, it helps if you're someone like Shane Carruth who's got like a, you know, a cult following from Primer and then you've got a bit of a, you know, people want to support you and other art filmmakers want to help you. Um, that's a good way to do it. But we can talk about that another week because I think it's an interesting subject is distribution because we're getting into it right now with our film Starfish. Yep. Um, and it's interesting to talk about it. Maybe we'll do that next week as a topic point. We'll talk about distribution. We'll talk about it and we'll give a big old F-U-C you later. Uh, I love distributors. Please help us with our movie. Um, yes, Justin is very quick, correctly waggling these little packages we have in front of us. Woo! So people will know a lady called Alison Holland, who's our friend. She's on the podcast sometimes. Related to good old Tom. And she's doing the Texas. <laughs> she is cousin to Tom Holland, Spider-Man himself. That is not factually correct. Uh, she came around for the podcast and gave us these little presents. Yep. Even and she's drawn a little Texas chains a little chainsaw on it. It's not a Texas chainsaw. Yeah, That's distinctly a Texas chainsaw. How? Uh, because you know, she drew it and she's but Texas. But it's just yeah. a chainsaw. I know. Discriminating. No Texas flag on it. Um, yeah, because she's part of our Texas chainsaw podcast, which is going up right now. Go on to iTunes, type in We Are Geeks, um, and you can subscribe to all of that fun stuff. Justin. Yes. Shall we open our presents? Yeah. It's an unboxing, oh, unbagging. Oh, snap. We got the same thing? Yeah, we do. What? Oh, I'm definitely worth it. This is the only red shirt I own. That's amazing. I think you guys might need to so switch. So we've got... <laughs> what size is yours? I got a medium. I got a medium too. Oh, What's your else looks smaller. So we've got, uh, oh, nice. we've got these cool... They're great. actually really cool. They're really cool. The cool soft red t-shirts with a black silhouette leather face going doing his dance and it says free hugs <laughs> on the top of him in a nice. cool font. This is the only red shirt I own. It's actually really nicely made. Yeah. I like it. Oh, it's very soft. I'm very thankful, Ali. That's fucking awesome. Nice. If you want to see these t-shirts, you can follow us um, by going over to our Twitch channel. 
uh, just go to uh, wearegeeks.com and you can link straight out wearegeeks.com to our Twitch channel there. Every Monday, every Friday, me and Justin play a little game uh, with Achara Kirk this season. Achara. We've got some teething problems, but we're having fun with it and nice people have come along. Let us know what you think. Um, and you can watch her play different video games and she's trying to get to grips with them. This week, uh, actually, I can't say. Actually, no, I can't say. Can I say? No, let's no, not say. No, no, no. It's a surprise game every Just single come. week. Just come and watch us. Come and watch and subscribe if you can. Uh, and you can send us emails through that website as well, weirdgeeks.com. You can also link out to our Twitter account. You can link out to all that other fun stuff. Uh, our publisher is We Are Tessellate, which is a production company that is run out of London and LA and Tokyo. And like I said, we just made our first film, which is called Starfish. You can check that out by going to IMDb if you want and help us get above the other Starfish film that's out there in the listings. Um, if you want to follow me, go to Mr. Al White. Um, and you can follow me on all the social medias as Mr. Al White. And you can also play video games with me as Mr. Al White, uh, especially Friday the 13th. That's pretty much all I'm playing. Uh, Justin. I-T-S-R-A-D-L-E-Y. It's Radley. <laughs> Come find me. And Katie Watson, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, why don't you find me on Xbox? Like when people add me as friends, even though I've gotten a lot of communication on my PS4 that is unprovoked it's kind of weirded me out yeah it's true in I got one like day six or seven people sending me like highs and haze and what are you doing and blah 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 from just random people and all named girl met. names like oh there was one dude oh was that why, yeah why don't people want to be my friends they don't want to be my friend they all were just like hey hi and then there were like the highs made me feel like i was back on tinder all over again <laughs> and then there was like oh like the one guy was like what w-u-t you doing and I was like, this is, who are these people? Oh. It was really strange. It was weird. I got, I got one of those like, anyway, porn I'm thoughts. at my dear Watson 86 on my, my dear Watson 86. Yeah. Sorry, Jess. Sorry. I was just putting the tissue paper away. It's yeah. Okay. We then you got a weird. Oh yeah. I got one of those like, Hey, you know what? Who's this? And you're like, Oh, sorry, my chat doesn't work. But if you go to this website, oh, yeah. <laughs> show, I'm like, oh, you can man. see me topless. I was like, lame. That's how you make friends. Yep. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday, uh, and we'll be back on Friday with Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 3. Until then, we are out. Geeks. Geeks. Uh, geeks. I'm loving this Friday 13th one. It's a-